like everyone you should watch the session it's so great it's so great it might if it keeps going at the like the way that it is i think it's gonna end up being like better than breaking bad and i i breaking bad is like the sistine chapel of television Mm -hmm. to me i think i'm gonna rewatch that i haven't seen it in years did you watch el camino yet Oh, you gotta watch El Camino. Is that? It's the Breaking Bad movie. Oh, on uh, Netflix. Yeah, no, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Is it good? It. It's good. It's good. It just okay. feels like two more episodes of Breaking Bad, which is like just okay. what I wanted. Just okay. warmed my awesome. heart. Welcome to Great Windy Way, a podcast putting a spotlight on Chicago theater. Thanks for joining me and Trey Quantate today, who is not only a dear friend, former roommate, but also passionate theater artist here in the city. We chat about his escapades around the nation and his shenanigans around the globe, plus HBO's newest treasure of succession. Okay. You're in your home. Oh, uh, yeah. My room's really <laughs> I cool. I feel like the most inconvenient thing I'm doing is interrupting. Oh, no, girl. The it's greatest fine. show it's totally to fine. grace television right now. I know. Um, so, yeah, you just got back from Madison. I did. I just got back. Uh... And this isn't the first time you've been there. No, no. This is my... Well, going back, that was my second time, and then I leave Friday to go back for the third time. So you have a really good relationship with them. Yeah, That's obviously. So cool. I mean, I was going with them for the spring from like, uh, what was that, like April through May, mm-hmm. and then again from September to the end of October, and then I'll be gone from Friday, November the 8th until December 22nd. Wow, and what company? Is Children's this? Theater of Madison. Looking at photos, you would never guess that this place had, like, a children's theater title. Like, it just, know. the caliber that they're working with is oh my so, God. like, it good. Is, it's so good. And the space that they have now, um, they rent it, is in the um, Overture, which is, like, this um, downtown center in Madison. And they have, like, three different theaters. Um, so they've been using the Overture, but... They now, they're building their own building, and it's like a $10 million theater. Holy shit. Yeah, so it's going to be like a youth art center, and they're going to have their theater company there, and like like the Madison Symphony Orchestra is going to be there. So yeah. That's really cool. How did you first find that gig? Because you've, as we talked about, you've been with them for a couple shows. Yeah, uh, actually, when I was in, last summer, when I was uh, in... What was I? I was in Dallas teaching at a theater camp, uh-huh. and I got an email from this company because I had no, I had no idea they existed. Yeah. And uh, the director, her name was Erica. Uh, she was like, "Hey, I got your information from uh, someone you worked with. Uh, will you be interested in sending a video?" I was like, "Oh, sure, sure, I'll do the video." And I didn't do the video. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally a month and a half went by, and I didn't do the video. And I just figured, I was like, oh, they were looking for someone right away. They probably cast it. And then maybe, like, two months after that, I got another email. It was like, hey, uh, are you still interested and available, and can you send a video? I was like, oh, my gosh, I guess I have to do it now. Right. I was like, I didn't do it the first time. And so I literally, as soon as I got the uh, email... I found the instrumental to a song, and then I recorded it right there in my room, and I emailed that night, and then the next day, the artistic director emailed me. It's like, hey, um, the director is going to be in Chicago for a conference. She'll like to meet with you. And so the director ended up texting me. He was like, hey, you want to meet for lunch? And we met in Panera in uh, Evanston. Oh, my God. And, yeah, pretty much was talking. You know, like, hey, so, you know, I just wanted to get a feel for you just to talk to you, get to know you better. Uh, you know, and That's by nice. the end of it, it was a great, that, yeah. I know you never really get that, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> 
So after that, um, yeah, after we had a great conversation, we talked about, uh, she asked me some questions about, you know, my past in theater and just wanted to get to know me. And at the end, she was like, oh, you know, I'd love to have you come on board, you know, if you would want to. And I was like, yeah, I totally want to. But then I was like, oh, I have a conflict. And the last, the closing show is when we were going to Greece. Uh. And so I was like, uh, I don't, I was like, I don't know if you, if you, you know, do understudies. I hope you do. But, you know, this would be a conflict. I know it's closing. She was like, okay, let me get back to you. And then maybe like. Two hours later, she called me. She was like, oh, yeah, you're fine. That conflict works. We love efficiency. I know. I was shit. like, yes, yes. Because a lot of time that, like, that shit takes a long time going back and forth through three different people, you yeah. know. But it was so efficient. That's great. Yeah. And then from there, uh, when I was in Greece, uh-huh. after the show closed, uh, we were in Greece and I got an email. I was like, hey, would you be interested in doing Matilda? I was like, sure, yeah, of course. And, and yeah. then uh, when I was there for Matilda, like maybe the second week of rehearsal, um, I got an email. I was like, hey, uh, the director for Christmas Carol, uh, he, he'll be in town because he's not from Madison. He'll be in town. Do you mind come reading? Are you available for the project? I was like, yeah. So I went oh and read, God. and then maybe like two days after that, they sent me an offer. This is not the only theater that you have that kind of relationship with, too. Because, like, you yeah. <laughs> frequently work with the same people, which I think just, I mean, speaks to your lovely personality. Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs> um, do you feel like it's just something, like, it's just who you are? Or, like, are you, are you very conscious about the connections that you make and the relationships you build with people? Or is it just kind of something that comes from when you work with them? Um, Typically, it's, like, comes from when I work with them. Like, I never really go in you know i always want to be hired again but it just happens organically i really sometimes i'm surprised and then they just keep (laughs) asking me and then once you work with them more than twice like you're kind of in their database and they're like okay uh we need this role can you do this and i mean that's kind of cool to not have to audition Right. For certain things. Um, but yeah. Patty Lapone says, offer only. Offer only. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new phrase for auditions. Yes. <laughs> um, I'll be reading for the part of offer only. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I know it's crazy. Like, I, when I saw that, like, when I noticed that with different theaters, I was like, oh, I guess it's, it's pretty cool, you know, and it does feel good. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's hard to describe. Yeah, no, 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 I got you. Um, the f- I feel like the one that comes to mind when I'm like people like theaters that Trey Quinn has a relationship with is Black Ensemble. Yeah. Were they the first people? Like, was it the first people that you really like made that sort of connection with, or was it a different? Uh, company? well, it was them, and then also uh, Porchlight. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So it was uh, Black Ensemble first. It was the first show I did in Chicago. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a show with them. I had just moved from Milwaukee from Milwaukee Rep, and um. I just did one show with them and everybody was super cool and then I auditioned for the second show and I got it and once they're a company where once you get in with them and if they like you and you're professional they're gonna and they like working with you they're gonna keep yeah. hiring yeah 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 totally and then I noticed that uh, with Porchlight I did my first show Porchlight when I first moved here and then uh, I started doing readings with them and then I did a show with them and then I did another show with them mm. and like they always they always email me see if I'm available for stuff and I yeah, so that's so cool. When did you move here? I moved here in 2013, and that was right after you said you were at the rep. Yeah, did you do the rep immediately after you graduated? Yes. It was like graduation yeah. rep. Yeah, Chicago. I did uh, graduation, and then I did Milwaukee rep for a year, and then Chicago, and then yeah, 
something I've been. How many people would you say that come from Milwaukee route move to Chicago? Because I know at least a couple people. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, sure. is it like pretty much everybody? Or? Um, for the most part, like it's yeah. either New York or Chicago. Because sure. I know when I graduated, before I finished the program, uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to New York. I'm going to New York. Yeah. Uh, New York was always on my mind, and then we did a showcase here in Chicago. And that's when I got uh, offered from different agencies. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll just try it out and see if I like it. I'll do it for a year. Um, <laughs> but clearly not. I've been here forever. I mean, but the, the cool part is that I haven't officially been in Chicago for a full year because I'm always, every year, I'm working out of town. Yeah. So I haven't been here for a full calendar year yet. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. But majority of the people in my class moved to Chicago. Okay, and where I, did you go? Uh, no, oh, my school. Oh, oh, the people I was you went Milwaukee. with, like, to the rep. Yeah, okay, the okay, yeah, 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 my class out of, out of 14, and two of those were directors. Uh, oh, okay. I think maybe, like, seven of us or eight of us came to Chicago, and the other half, majority of everybody went to New York, and we have, like, two people mm -hmm. in California. Okay, yeah, and mm -hmm. you were an acting major. Yeah, yeah. But you do... A lot of musicals. Yeah. Was yeah. it just was singing a part of your training, and then it just it wasn't you weren't a musical theater major, or like you just like learned by doing? Like how how have you gotten your foot in the door of musicals? Uh, well, I mean, like I guess everybody who says this, you know, you just start. I started singing at a young age. Yeah. Uh, like in the church, and then I went started going to theater camp in seventh grade, and we did musicals there. Like we would write our own plays, and we would write the music to it, or we would um, insert songs that were already published into the musical. Mm -hmm. So that was like a musical. And then I also did choir in high school yeah. um, all four years. And I thought for the for the longest, I thought I was going to be a vocal major. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, I wanted to go to... Uh, so you Berkeley. were like really serious about music oh, yeah, for I a was, long time. Yeah, I was really okay. serious about music for a long time. I wanted to go to Berklee College of Music. Oh, yeah. Um, because I knew I wanted to sing, but I didn't want to just sing classical. And Berklee was a school where you can do different genres. And I thought yeah. that was really cool. And then I ended up uh, visiting the college I went to, uh, and then I ended up getting the full ride. And so I did the... You can't turn, you down can't the turn it down. You can't turn it down. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. Right. And so uh, I did the first... And I still wasn't sure then, so yeah. I did the... Uh, we had a theater day where you uh, toured the department and you sat in on classes. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll just... I'll try this out. Let's see how it goes. And so I changed my major uh, to theater. And yeah. <laughs> wow. So like, it really wasn't until college that you were like acting, like actor. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I did plays. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Like I said, I went to theater camps yeah, and really, I did plays yeah. in high school. Um, and majority were musicals. And yeah. my, my department did not have a musical theater program. Did um, you do musicals at all? Yeah, we did musicals. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just, definitely yeah, did musicals. And you can... Don't. Yeah, and you can take musical uh, theater classes, but it wasn't uh, a major. And I knew okay. I wanted to major in acting if I was going to do it. I'd much rather, you know, major in acting. And I still took voice lessons, and I was like, you know, oh, I just yeah, 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 I just yeah, wanted yeah. to, like, um, you know, just study my craft, study the craft of acting. And, I was, and singing was something that I just did naturally, so yeah. I really was, wasn't focused on that. It sounds like you essentially got all of the training that a musical theater major would, minus yeah. the dancing. Yeah, minus the dancing, and then you pick that up kind of like by doing musicals because you have choreography. Right. And I also took a couple of dance classes because uh, it was required of your BFA. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, oh um, so I kind of got like a touch of MT training, but yeah. not as intense. Like I know a lot of departments are, and I kind of 
I kind of value that. Even if we mm-hmm. had a musical theater program, I probably still would have did acting. Yeah, well, I feel like especially in Chicago, like a lot of the musicals, especially at places like Porchlight and mm-hmm. um, stuff like that, they value, at least I've noticed in the work that I've seen, they, they value the, a good actor over like a, a, a dancer singer. Right, right. And I think that's really been kind of like the hallmark of your career is that like I mean like I saw Southboro Boys and there was so much dancing in that but I really felt like (laughs) it tried to like um, especially that show like you think about people who are acting and singing in that show for sure and that's really yeah exactly exactly um had a follow up question to that oh speaking of dancing so this is something I wanted to like if you're comfortable talking about it so when we went to Greece over the spring yeah uh for those of you who don't know, Trayvon had a very bad <laughs> foot injury. It's totally which... worth it. <laughs> but that like clearly inhibits your ability to work. Like yes. some people, they can they can go to work. Like they can sit. Like if I had a foot injury, like it'd be shitty to get to work, but I could do it. Right. And your injury just completely enabled you from working. Yes. And I was wondering if um, you know what that was like for you having to forcibly take a step back from that and if there was anything that like you wish that you had known about like self-care before that when you like have to take a step away from mm-hmm. your craft and your work in order to like heal yourself because I know some people uh I won't name names but like some people they are so anxious to get back to work that they just like ignore their injury mm-hmm. or there are some people who um you know just completely just like remove themselves but like you know it just it it spirals into this like well I don't have anything to do right now so I guess I was wondering if you would speak to that experience and like any advice for fellow artists out there like if you ever do have an injury like I wish I knew this or definitely do this that I did or don't Mm -hmm. do this that I did because I think that's something that we don't really talk about like taking care of your body as an actor because it is your instrument and it is your ability to work so I didn't know if you had something that you felt like was uh, worth talking about in your like experience going through that injury, especially as an actor. Um, I mean, for one, it forced. I, I think the biggest thing that I learned that it forced me to, like you said, take a step back and just reevaluate some things. Um, because before the injury, I was booked all summer up and through the end of December, pretty much uh, I would have been. So I was able. I wasn't able to work for three months um so yeah so i I really just that time off it because i couldn't for you don't know i broke my ankle so (laughs) like bad bad yeah (laughs) yeah she was there and so i had to have (laughs) surgery uh maybe a couple days after we got back to the united states um so i couldn't walk and i was pretty much bedridden all summer uh and it really sucked (laughs) uh it really sucked and then you're not working in it it's easy to fall into like a mild depression mm-hmm. um but i always try to every day i just try to either look uh like read a play or mm-hmm. something involved in theater and also there were days where i didn't focus on theater at all and i just focused on me just relaxing because this is this was the longest time i've gone without doing the show this past summer mm-hmm. um, i mean i'm very blessed that i've been able to work consistently but I, I kind of felt like it was my body telling me that I needed to just sit down and rest. Um, so, I mean, if anybody who's going through an injury, I just feel like you just, once you do have that in, uh, injury and you are bedridden or you can't work, 
just take time out for yourself. Do things, just try to discover things that make you happy or, you know, especially in this industry, it's so easy to like get caught in your own head. You're constantly being judged and you're constantly, you know, comparing yourself. And during that time, I've just tried to find my peace. I tried to just, I looked forward to the future because I knew, you know, I was going to work, work again. You know, that wasn't an option. And I just, mm -hmm. you know, just tried to, you know, just stay calm and try mm -hmm. to, you know, try to talk myself to knowing that it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't, there wasn't a thought in my head that, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to dance again uh -huh. because I'm not that, I'm very optimistic. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, you're going to be better than ever this time. It's going to take you some time to get, you know, get used to it again. And it did, mm -hmm. but, um, just stay positive and, you know, take care of yourself. Listen to your body. Don't try to do too much too soon. Like if you hurt yeah. yourself, take the time out and, you know, figure out what's wrong or just rest, rest, rest. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. And then you, I mean, you went back to work, like, pretty, like, on the cat, like, pretty, I'm trying to figure out how to, like, phrase it. Like, you went back to work pretty much as soon as you were able. Yeah. As soon as I, uh, like, I got out of the boot. I was in the boot until September. <laughs> the, the boot that we're currently looking at right there. <laughs> Yeah, nice little reminder. Also, travel <laughs> companion. Trophy. Yeah, yeah, that'll get us to the front of the line. You get us to the front of the line through customs quickly for Portugal. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, oh shit, what was the question? Uh, we were just talking about how you. Oh, got back yeah, to work right yeah. Now. So like, I got out of the, as soon as your doctor cleared you. Yeah, to as soon as I got out of the boot was like September the fourth. I had rehearsal starting September the 9th. And so I had to like, I had five days to get used to not walking in the boot. Oh <laughs> and I knew like, I knew that it was going to like, this process was going to be a challenge a little bit because yeah. this is my sh first show back and it was dancing and I, you know, so I was like, okay, I know it's going to be, you know, a struggle at first, but I just made sure to listen to my body. Um, and I also, they gave you exercises to do and I made sure I iced every day. And, yeah. uh, but I also made sure I wasn't too afraid because I know the doctor told me that, you know, when first starting out, you're going to think, you you know, something's going to break and, you know, again, or you're going to re-injure yourself. And he's like, you have metal plates in your ankle. You <laughs> will be fine. The only thing, you know, you'll just have to get used to it again. So yeah. I would say like after like two weeks, like two to three weeks have in rehearsal, like my ankle started to feel a little better. The okay, first couple good. of weeks, we dived into choreography hard and like... Oh my ankle was not having it like I did it and you know I people could not tell that I you know yeah. hurt myself but you know my body was like look you know mm -hmm. <laughs> so I made sure every night to like uh ice and then like relax and massage it and it, it helped yeah, good. and like towards like second week first week of the run like my ankle was fine I didn't have any pain that's great so hopefully it stays that way <laughs> oh my god please please I, mean, I think that speaks to like how you were able to like actually let yourself heal yeah because I know some people just like can't and then yeah. they just keep making the same thing because it doesn't heal properly yeah it doesn't like, heal properly if it does then you're going to be able to you know do what you want to do at full capacity yeah you just for sure take that time for it so I'm glad that it healed properly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing, especially for someone like me. Like, if you know me, you know, I like to be, I go, I never sit down. I yeah, go, I go, totally. I go. So, like, having to be at home, like, all summer, during the summer, it was so, yeah. such a struggle. It was such a struggle. But I knew that my recovery was 
what matter most. So yeah. you do what you have to do. It's important. Yeah. And we moved and when we... you were broken. We did. Jesus we Christ. did. I was on crutches still. <laughs> oh gosh. I didn't start walking until the end of July and we moved uh, at the end of and June. June, yeah, it was yeah. my birthday. Oh gosh, that was such a we don't need to revisit yeah, we that, don't but need like, revisit God that. damn, you were just in the worst <laughs> I was just position. in the worst possible position. <laughs> then we went to Cleveland and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just like traveling. traveling. Just doing summer. I know, doing summer. around <laughs> everywhere. It was like quite remarkable. Um, this is like a random thing. Mm-hmm. So you're, because you were off your foot for like a few months. Yeah. When you got back to like dancing and stuff like that, did you feel a difference in your like the strength of your legs? Uh, well, yes. My left, cause my right leg, that's the uh, ankle I broke was uh-huh. my right leg. So I can definitely, you can just look and tell at the time that it was like, so was skinny, so, yeah. and my left leg it was so strong. <laughs> um, and yeah, so like my ankle like strength, it was a little weak. Uh, so what I would do, I would do like stand on my tippy toes, like go oh, up and down okay, for like yeah. five minutes a day just to build that up in my leg. Uh-huh. And, um, so I would try to do like leg exercises every now and then to regain that strength. And then in the show, and Matilda, like I lift, I lift people too. Oh so God. I was like, oh my God, you have to be strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was definitely uh, something that I noticed. I'm like, just imagining like one really thick leg. Oh, and yeah, like and one really one small. Really skinny. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, other things I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, no problem. Um, yeah, you talked about your, like, relationship with, like, Black Ensemble and Porchlight. Mm. Um, is there... So, since you, like, do a lot of musicals, but, like, mm. you're trained in acting, mm-hmm. um... Do you feel like there's a place where you, like, do you have a preference? Like, I mean, you do a lot of musicals because you mm-hmm. just keep getting cast in them, but, like, right. do you want to, like, make a comeback to, like, uh, just doing plays, or has that ever, like, crossed your mind, or you just go where the work is? Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, definitely, like, plays. I, I love doing plays. Um, like, everybody's just doing musicals now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I... Sometimes I just I don't really have a preference, but I do get burned out on one or the other. Yeah. So like if I'm doing like three consistent straight plays, and I'm like, oh, I'm tired of plays. I need to do a musical. And then if I'm doing like three yeah. or four consistent musicals, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ready to do. Well, musical. especially because like I know you pretty well, <laughs> and so like you don't know a lot of musicals. I do yet not. You do I am, all I the time. am literally the worst person to ask <laughs> about any musical. I'm like, uh. I don't know. Like, I, a lot of people probably gonna, like, talk crap. I have still, I have yet to listen to Hamilton. Like, I have yet to listen to Hamilton. Like, I haven't sat down and listened through it. Or, like, I have yet to listen to Hamilton at all. The only thing that I've listened to, I know, is uh, Wayne, my shot. And this is just people. Like, uh-huh. I hear. Um, what else? Satisfied. Uh-huh. Because I have a few people, uh, a few friends that are doing Hamilton, like, across the country so uh i know that right uh but yeah like i've never listened to the soundtrack i'm almost impressed because it's so hard to avoid oh my gosh <laughs> like, i know really like and I, three or four years ago and like it was just everywhere yeah like, it was just so difficult not to listen to and i feel like a part of me like was like you know what at the time when i mean it's still what do you mean, great Daddy? yeah a part of me <laughs> 
<laughs> a part of me definitely was being fed. Like, okay, everybody's listening to it. I can't. I hear because I hear it so much around you, especially in the theater with your friends. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna listen to it yet. I'm gonna wait till it dies down and listen to it. And I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm definitely gonna listen to it. I know sure. it's very good. Um, but yeah. Oh my I, god, I feel like when I'm in music rehearsals, like I rely on the fact that I already know the show to like get me through. through. And I feel like if I didn't know the show, that would be so much harder to, like, jump into these rehearsal processes. Because they're like, what, like, sometimes they're two weeks, yeah. a week to learn a show? Yeah. And, like, at least, like, you know, somebody who's a nerd has some familiarity with, like, right. the, the material. But you just, you're just going in blind. Yeah, it depends on the show. Like, there are definitely some shows that I'm like, okay, I need to get the gist of it. Yeah. But, like, listening to the soundtrack and, like... Is as different for me. Like I rather be in music rehearsal, just record my part, yeah. do the recording. I learn best that way. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's a popular musical like Ragtime, like I know, right? Ragtime yeah, or Angel like, or rock. yeah, yeah, you know. So like, it's good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice to to go in having you know being familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Like Matilda, I did not listen to it. Right. I, I didn't know <laughs> anything until I got in there. <laughs> it's actually a nice. Score. The score I, is I, great, yeah, yeah no, nice totally. Score. But yeah, is there another show you were like pleasantly surprised about? You were like, I don't know anything about this, and then you walk out, and like at the end of the process, you're like, this is like one of my faves. I'm gonna listen to this now. Um, is there, is there anything on top of my head? I feel like I hated them all. No, I loved them. I loved them. <laughs> I, I, for, for the most part, I loved every show I've done. I can't think of anything off top. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's yeah. fair. You also know, like, five musicals. So yeah, I know, like, like five yeah. musicals. So, yeah, <laughs> that's very true. So, knowing that, do you have, like, a role that you would want to do in the future? Or is it, like, you just... Or is it more like you it's, just want to... I just want to work. Because I know you love <laughs> pop music, too. I do. I do love pop You're music. You're always, like... Showing us clips of the voice. Yeah, like, I also I feel like I need to listen to uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, you haven't listened to that I've never either. To that you either. just need to like go on Wikipedia <laughs> and just and just like write like just like go through the best musicals that won like the Tony Award mm-hmm. or something, just so like you know them. Yeah, or at least have listened to like one song from them. Yeah. Oh. I do. I thought of one. Les yeah. Mis. Les Mis. Les Mis. Les Mis is one that you went in and you didn't know anything about it? Yeah. And oh I, my God. I like didn't know the music like that. How did you uh, not know it? I mean, <laughs> I like went, it's astounding to me. I mean, like, I you knew, have to make a conscious just, effort. I knew at the end of the day, because we sang that in high school in choir. Oh my God. We did like a, uh, we did, I knew at the end of the day and on my own, I knew that. But as far as like the whole thing I've never listened to the whole thing yeah and so after I did it well while I do that I was like oh my god this is so beautiful and I love it yeah I love Les Mis like I love it so much <laughs> I love it I mean it's a classic for a reason I oh, feel yeah, like for people sure. like after like 10 15 years people start to shit on really popular shows and I'm like okay but like take a while away from it and then come back to it mm-hmm. and then you're like oh this is like really good and I understand why everyone's so obsessed with it yeah it's, it's I mean so like this is so like accessible to people too like there's a story there for everybody I know I it's so good oh it's so good yeah, I have. Would you want to? Who would you want to be in Lemus if you could do Lemus? Uh, Javier. That's what I was gonna say. Like, <laughs> such a Javier. For sure. Yes. For sure. Okay, Vig- well, uh, we Javier. need to get you into a production <laughs> as Javier. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I also wouldn't mind singing on my own. I would love to see like a uh, yes. what's the thing like miscast. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I would 
love to see you do on my own in the boot. I don't know why. <laughs> I think because the, 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 I imagine that is like she has to be constantly in motion. <laughs> and so she's here crunching along. I know. Oh, gosh. That would be hilarious. Maybe I can do that like on a party night. Oh, my God. All right. Now I know exactly what I want you to do next time. We're getting debaucherous. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then, so, okay. Next for you is Christmas Carol. Yeah, I'll be um, doing Bob Cratchit and Christmas That's Carol. That's so precious to me. I know. I'm so excited. And, I mean, I really don't think... Knock on wood. I don't think I get have to sing at all or you're that much. So I'm just gonna like do act and be you like a Fontaine track where you like come out. Yeah, I think I play I play Bob Cratchit and then I do like one of the narrators or something. I think. Oh, okay. Um, there are like it's so many versions so of many the adaptations show, like, of it. I so know. I don't I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, so hopefully I don't have to sing in this and I can just that'll that'll be perfect. <laughs> My break from a musical for a little bit, even though there it's gonna go. be Christmas, and I love Christmas. But. You love you love Christmas so much. No, I have love you ever done a Christmas show before? Uh, other than a Christmas Carol, I don't think so. Where did you, th- this is the first Christmas? This night? is the second time I did the first oh, time okay, at, okay. At, at Milwaukee Rep. Oh, uh, okay. And then yeah, I think this is the the, the only Christmas show I've done. Oh, I did. Uh, well, I don't know if that counts as a Christmas show. What? Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Oh, uh, no, yeah. that counts. Okay, that counts yeah. Well, I did that uh, last. Me, I saw that. Oh Why yeah, you I did. That? <laughs> Girl, I forgot all about it. <laughs> so yeah, I did that last uh, last Christmas. Uh, what a random at theater show at the center. Like, I know it is. It's, it's Meredith Wilson, whom I stand, but only for the Music Man. But I was like, I'd never heard anything from it. I'd yeah. never seen it. Like. I actually had never seen the movie either, which I think apparently is sacrilege, but yeah, it's fine. But yeah, that's that's a Christmas that's a Christmas show for yeah. sure. Oh well, yeah. So uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street okay. at theater at this moment. I did that. I'm imagining like <laughs> like L for anything, like, yeah, yeah, or like uh, the radio show that they always. Do. Oh, a wonderful life. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I see that every year uh, at American Blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the only Christmas show, and those was, that was one of the shows I I had to listen to because I was like. What the Miracle hell? Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? I don't think anybody had ever heard it before either. <laughs> like, I was like, I feel like I'm pretty well-versed I know, in the and, canon. And I'm on like, uh, uh, iTunes is not Miracle on 34th Street. I think the original title oh, was called like that weird Here's title. Love. Yes. Yeah, Here's Love is the name of it. Because so uh, you're like uh, scouring the internet I know, and the only reason I got it is because the director at the time sent the email to the cast. was like, hey, if you're looking for the recording, oh, this God. is it's under Here's Love. Like, that would have saved you hours. I, was, I know. I'm like, you're going 34th Street. And I was like, wait, a lot of people do this show, so why isn't it up here? Right. But it's Here's Love. Oh, my God, that's funny. So funny. Okay, well, <laughs> if you're getting in the Christmas spirit and you want to find that show, don't look for the actual title. Yeah, Here's Love. Yep. <laughs> But yeah. but yeah, thanks for having Thank me. You for it with was me. so much, and congrats! I'm glad you have your, your podcast. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank I know, you. finally, I'm on here now. <laughs> I know. Thanks for sitting in on my conversation with Trey. If you're in the Madison area or fancy a road trip, go visit him in a Christmas Carol. But don't worry, he'll be back in Chi Town soon, and I'll be back soon too. See you next time.